Hello, 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 and welcome back to Give Me More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you to all of you that have been listening, and I hope that you guys are enjoying it. I also hope that you're following the IG page. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I also hope that you're telling your friends, your family, spreading the word, the good word of Give Me More Reality. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um... Yeah, just welcome, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Um, hopefully, you listened to uh, the mini episode where we discussed um, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer. I just did a quick episode on it. Um, and wow, wow, we woes, you guys. I mean, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it. I'm just going to say, like, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great season. And I can't wait. I cannot wait. Also, breaking fucking news, a Real Housewives of Dallas got, I guess, quote unquote, you know, hand quotes, canceled. I mean, they didn't necessarily get canceled, but they're just not coming back with a new season. And listen, not surprised. Not surprised. As much as like, yeah, none of us really wanted Luann, not Luann, Leanne back. Uh, She is what made the show. Her craziness made the show. And once she was gone, it was like, what are we doing? So, you know, we got to just stop where we are, regroup. And maybe something will happen in the future. But I don't know. I mean, comment on my IG page or I don't know. I'm just wondering how many people actually watched fucking Dallas last year. I did not watch it or last season, I should say. Um, I didn't watch it. I just, yeah, it wasn't, um, it just wasn't giving me any, anything. It wasn't giving me anything. Oh, God. You know, it's, I don't know. But, you know, it's fine. We have, we have Salt Lake City now, you guys. And we have uh, a new all-star season. Um, I think it, I think I heard that it's supposed to start in September. And wow, you guys, the lineup for that. O-M-G. Because I think it's Dorinda, Vicky, Brandy, Glanville, uh, Phaedra Parks. Um, who else is there? I feel like I heard Taylor Armstrong. Um, and I think I'm missing somebody. I don't know who it is. But that's going to be a fucking wild-ass fucking cast. Wild. And I cannot wait. I mean, I'm super stoked for the other All-Star season, too, um, once we get that out. But this next one is like the Misfit group. Oh, my goodness. And I'm wondering if like Dorinda and Brandy will get along. I don't know. Who can say? Either way, even if they don't, great show. Either way, if they get along or if they don't get along, it's going to be amazing. Oh, my goodness. And fucking Phaedra. Jesus Christ. Oh, Lordy. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. But, um. Yeah, and then I will probably just try to maybe do another mini episode of Beverly Hills for this week's episode because um, I am recording this on Tuesday, so the new episode has not come out yet. So I may try to do another small episode this next week once that episode comes out. And listen, I've I've given up on trying to recap um, New York right now. I just don't have anything to say about it. I don't. I mean, I... I don't think that I even got through the Shabbat dinner, um, the black Shabbat dinner. I don't think that I have finished that episode. So, you know, it's just not on my to-do. It's not on my to-do, I, you know. And that's sad because usually New York has always been on my to-do. Always. So, uh, what can you do? What can you do? So, we're just moving on. <laughs> Listen, I'm still going to watch it, you guys. I'm still going to watch New York, of course. Uh, Just, I don't have anything to say about it. So, as of right now, maybe when I do The Real Housewives, when I do Beverly Hills, maybe I'll touch on New York. I don't know. I can't say right now. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, Yeah, let's get into fucking Shaw's. I could not believe that this was a season finale, you guys. I was not expecting, I didn't realize that that this week's episode was a season finale. I had no idea, but the fucking reunion looks amazing, and I cannot wait for that. 
And based off of, because if anybody saw Rezo is on Watch What Happens Live looking scrumdillyumptious. Scrumdillyumptious. I mean, I don't know what the fuck if Reza is just like on his workout game or if he has had a couple things done. I don't give a shit. I mean, he looks fucking amazing. Like, god damn. Like a fucking snack. A straight snack, you guys. A little salt and pepper. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, I was like, ooh, I was digging him. Anyways. Um, yeah, the reunion looks crazy. And I don't know what's going on. Well, sorry, that's what I was saying. Is that when Reza was on Watch What Happens Live, he got me. I was distracted. <laughs> I was distracted by his hotness. Um, he was on Watch What Happens Live, and it does not sound like him and MJ are doing well, which breaks my heart. It really does. You guys know how I feel about them. So I'm not happy about that part. But we'll see what happens at the fucking reunion. So, ugh. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So um, this episode was called High and Dry. I understand where the high is coming from. Not sure where the dry is coming from. But, you know, we're just coming up with fun titles. Anyways. So um, at the beginning of the episode, they are all getting onto a van to go fishing. And listen, Gigi was stoned. Straight stoned when she got onto that van. <laughs> I don't remember what she was like even saying to them, um, to like the driver or something like that. But I was just like, what is happening right now? What is happening? But anyways, that's what Gigi's known for these days. It's just, you know, she has that weed business. But um, she tells them on the bus that they are going to be doing a cannabis infused dinner, which that sounds fun. I really, like, literally, as I was watching the episode, I was like, is that possible in where I live? Like, can we, can I sign up to do a cannabis-infused dinner? I'm not trying to make a cannabis-infused dinner. I just want somebody else to cook for me. Is that possible? Have that catered? Or how much is that going to (laughs) cost? Just saying. I don't know if I have that kind of money, but, you know, want to look into it. See what I, see, see what I can do. Because that sounds like a fun time. Like I'm, I'm intrigued. Like that drink that had like a, it was like a cannabis infused, um, like sugar rim or salt rim or something like that. I was like, sign me up. Just sounded really good. Um, and like all, like the food was like all like amazing. You know, I mean, cause it's a lot of like probably like butter and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know. But I mean, that's what I. I that's the only thing that I do know is that typically when you're doing any sort in so, any sort of, you know, trying to put cannabis into something, it's usually put into like the butter. And then you cook with that. So, you know, but I'm sure these days, I mean, people are probably probably found way, you know, way more ways to be able to infuse cannabis into into food other than just with butter. So you know, I have a lot of questions. So I need I need to <laughs> I need to set myself up for one of these cannabis infused dinners stat. Um okay, so they are fly fishing, you guys, and these folks fly fishing, just like amazing. Like nobody knows what the fuck they're doing, which is great. I mean, that would literally be me um, just being like, uh, like what's happening? Like I have to do what now to like throw this like line out? And like the instructor was like so patient with them. <laughs> like truly, <laughs> truly just like, oh goodness, what a saint he was. Um, but they caught nothing absolutely nothing, which I'm not surprised. And at one point destiny was like, I caught something. I think, I, I think she caught like the bottom of the, the bottom of that, uh, that Creek there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But I mean, listen, I would probably try fly fishing. I mean, it looks like, you know, I, it would be a fun experience. That's, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fisher. I mean, if I do, and I haven't been fishing since I was a kid, but you know, I would have to have somebody put like the bait on the little hook and then I'd be happy to do whatever I need to do after that. I'm just not putting the bait on the hook. I'm that type of fisher. <laughs> oh my goodness. So they get done fly fishing. They're going back and everybody's getting ready for the, for the dinner. And um, like Nima has on some sort of, I, the only way that I felt like I could describe it was like a moo-moo. I don't know. Like a... Like what a shaman would wear, basically. 
And so <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's not like we've seen him wear any of that, like seen him wear something like that before, but maybe he was just feeling his roots. I don't know. So no, no shade. Just was like, what you wearing? What you got there? What you got there, partner? <laughs> but Gigi hands out um, little gift bags for everybody. And they have um, costumes in there that are for their spirit animals. And Nima gets uh, the horse. And then um, Mike is a bat. Shervin is a cougar. Landon is a deer. Reza is a hyena, which was, I felt like, I mean, once he read like his description, it made sense, but also a little shady. <laughs> Destiny was a hummingbird and she legit had the best fucking costume with the that um like a uh, light up cape situation. Um MJ was the crow, Gigi is the was the bear, and I feel like I mean everybody read out their you know like th those descriptions of each of those animals and I felt like listen she truly that th th all seems right. She's very intuitive in the sense of picking out those spirit animals. So bravo, bravo to her. I think that she did a great job. She did a great job of picking them out. Like they were really like dead on. Now, when Mike got to his description, um, it was saying the bat is faithful. Now, you know, of course, as soon as I fucking heard that, I was like, that's a crock of shit. Mike is anything but faithful. <laughs> but, of course, Reza could not just keep that in his mind. He, of course, had to laugh. <laughs> Which, of course, set Mike off. And it's like, listen, just keep it in your head. Listen, like, just laugh in your head. Observe in your mind the irony of the fact that he is, it said that he is so faithful, but that's not what he is. And, you know, just let that just wash over Mike, you know, just let it, just let that wash over him because please believe he sees the irony in the fact that his spirit animal is somebody that is faithful and, and that's everything but what he has been doing, you know? So I was just like, damn, Reza. But, you know, that's whatever. Now, when, so, of course, then people kind of, like, start questioning Mike about the whole situation. And he was just like, he he's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And he just gets up and he walks away. Now, and I was just like, Destiny, why are you not saying anything? But also, bravo, Destiny, don't say anything. Because it's not for you to say anything. Let Paulina fuck. If she wants to say something, then say it. You know, like, because she wants them to keep Mike accountable instead of her keeping Mike accountable. Stop taking him back and keep him fucking accountable. I don't know. Like, hello. Hello. I just, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. So, yes, I was like, Destiny, say something. Say something. And I mean, she did, but she did not let it all out. She just said, like, from what we saw, she just said, like, barely anything. I think she said like one sentence that was just like, are you like, it's like, Oh God. But then, and then, so then we see Mike and MJ and that's who he was talking to. I just didn't remember in the preview, but you know, Mike leaves. So then MJ follows him to the kitchen. And this is where I was like, finally, Mike, finally, starting to admit to what the fuck is going on. Like, thank you. I think that's what we all just needed there. That's fine. I think that's what the, the whole crew needed. You just admit that you have been doing people dirty and why you continue to do so. So, of course, which, I mean, I already knew this, but, of course, Mike thrives off of the attention that he gets. So he seeks it. And then he will, then he continues to chat with people and it's a fucking problem. He has a problem. He is, he's seeking out attention from other people, but yet wants to be in a relationship, but seeking out 
you know, attention and lust, if you will, from, you know, people that message him on Instagram or wherever he's getting these messages from. But I was just like, thank you. I really wanted to give him just like a round of applause. Finally, like something is like finally clicked in your brain, my guy. Finally. So, you know, after the dinner, Mike comes back out, which was good after he had like a really good, like heart to heart with MJ, which I was like, thank God. Jesus. Um, And then they are like, kind of like lighting these uh, papers and, you know, just putting on there, you know, what they, you know, kind of like want to work on or like, you know, kind of like give up and let, just let things be, um, you know. And so now everybody had some like great stuff, you know, everybody was like doing like one or two or whatever, but fucking Landon, of course said, I have a couple and you saw everybody roll their fucking eyes. She's like, I have a couple just hang in there. Like, of course you do. Of course you do. But Landon, like, this is not about you. Okay. It's not about you. You are just, you have come along on this trip. Okay, just say a couple, like, sure, maybe say one or two things. And I mean, I realize a couple does typically mean two, but it seemed like it was she, she should have said, I have a few. You have more than three. Because she definitely did. Like, Shervin did one, and then he had, like, a bunch of blank ones. And he's like, I know there's stuff that we haven't thought about, but let's burn these ones also for whatever future things come up. And I thought that was, like, I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Like, you know, I like Shervin. Even though he is, like, kind of, like, in a sense, like, a friend of, I do like him on the show, though. He does bring some balance to everybody. He has some good insights, and, you know, I just, I, I enjoy him. I do. But Landon, I could take or leave. Could take or leave. Bye-bye now. Thanks for playing. So then we get to the next morning. And, uh... You know, everybody's like making breakfast and they are making like a fucking breakfast. Like we are making steak. Like they are the type of people that I like, that I would just like truly like in real life, I would like roll with. Like everything is surrounded around food and that is how I fucking travel. Okay. It's just like when I'm like traveling, it's like, it's about, okay, well, what are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? What is the plan? Like, okay, so we're going to go here and then we're going to eat there and then we're going to do this. And then where are we going to eat after that? Okay, cool. And then we're going to do this and then do that. And then we're going to eat again. Yeah. You know, so, and they really made quite the fucking breakfast, quite the breakfast. I mean, they, like I said, they were making steaks. They had, uh, you know, they had fruit, they had, um, you know, cucumbers, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, it was a fucking smorgasbord of, of stuff. I was like, wow, guys. Um, it looked delicious. My mouth was watering when I watched it. My mouth was watering just thinking about it again. But everything was great. Um, and then, so finally, you know, Mike addresses, like, him, like, you know, him walking away and, you know, discussing what was going on. Um, and, you know, of course, Reza just couldn't keep his mouth shut again. <laughs> But that's why we love him, you know? Um, but he was like, MJ, you just told me that they're on a break. And, you know, and then Mike clarified and said that they're just like, they're taking a break from each other while he is there. And it's like, mm, you're on a break. In your mind, sure, it's a break from each other right now. But it sounded like Paulina was pretty pissed and that she was done. And she definitely had like broken up with you. But you were just like, okay, well, I'm going to give you some time. And then I'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> it's like, okay. Because he fucking knows, Paulina, that you're going to fucking take him back. Yeah. Long stare. You know? Long stare with an eye roll. Jesus. But regardless... I was proud of Mike for finally just opening up to everybody and just saying, you know, that admitting it to everybody that he has like a problem and that he may need to go get some, that he will probably, you know, go get some help for that, which I think he definitely should. And that he, you know, really loves Paulina and he does want to make this work and that he needs to do a lot of work on himself to make this relationship work if that's what he wants. So, you know, 
But also what I found annoying was like, again, like Destiny wasn't saying anything. I mean, she's just hoping that he is going to do the right thing, but she just kept rolling her eyes the whole time. And I'm like, listen, instead of rolling your eyes, why don't you just speak to the situation? But also I understand her not wanting to be in the middle of it. But for us as a viewer, okay, speak what you fucking know. You as a friend not on the show, understand you not saying anything. But entertainment aspect, I need you to speak up. So, spill the beans, Destiny. <sighs> but then also, you know, I Gigi was also spitting some fucking facts as well. Because she's just like, listen, if you give a shit about her and you want to be together, then let her go. Let her go. Stop fucking cheating on her until you fix yourself. Let her go. Instead of breaking her heart. And I mean, and Gigi also was like, there are kids involved, for God's sakes. It's not just you and her. There are kids that are involved in this. So stop fucking fucking with her and get your shit right. And then maybe something in the future will happen. But get your shit together first. Like Jesus Christ. But of course, no, he won't do that. No, 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 no. Because just as much as he, you know, wants his cake and eats it too, you know, he is going to... Of course, he doesn't want Paulina to be with anybody else, but also he has a fucking problem and is going to continue to seek out fucking shit from other people. It's like, you can't have it both ways. If she doesn't want you fucking talking to other people, then you can't be talking to other people. You're disrespecting her. Hello. How is that not resonating? I, uh, blah, blah. What? It doesn't make any sense. But anyways, all in all, guys, it was a great, it was, I feel like it was a great trip. I'm glad that Mike opened up. I'm glad that he is, you know, hopefully taking a turn for the better and, you know, doing better with those types of things. I really hope that he did did seek out help um, and is going to try to, you know, get to a better a better place to where he can actually be, you know, have a healthy relationship with Paulina, hopefully. I, who can say? Who can say? But. You know, I do wish them the best, but also, you know, I don't know if Mike's going to make it. I don't know. Um. So at the end of the episode, uh, MJ tries to, oh, well, well, towards the end of the episode, regardless, uh, Reza did write a letter to Tommy. Uh, MJ tries to give said letter to Tommy. Tommy rips it the fuck up. Which kind of like broke my heart because, you know, it's Reza just like trying to like reach out. I understand like Tommy's, I understand what Tommy was saying in the sense like, I don't care like what he has to say in this letter. And it's not like this letter is going to change anything or it's going to make me feel any different. Like maybe with time that will happen, but this letter ain't going to do shit for me right now. So I understand. I understand that he's just like, he is, he's still like upset, understandably so. And like MJ said, you know, it's unfortunate, but it may be a realization that she just has to come to that. Unfortunately, the two men in her life, the two men in her life are not going to be able to coexist. And that's really shitty, but hopefully one day they will be able to. I really hope that she keeps trying and I really hope that she does not, you know, give up on that. But based off of what Reza said in that, in the Watch What Happens Live episode, it makes me feel like she is giving up on it and is almost just like, I would rather just, you know, say fuck it than try to kind of fight the fight you know, and try to hopefully bring Tommy around one day. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm beside myself with the guys. I am because I really, I really do love MJ and Reza and their friendship. And I really do just want the best for them. And I really do hope that, that they're to figure this out. 
um, and hopefully get back to their friendship. You know, I, I know that it probably will never be what it once was, but I really hope for them that they are able to <clears throat> hopefully one day get back to that, you know, and hopefully one day Tommy will be able to forgive Reza and they will, you know, be able to at least just coexist, you know, at least just something. I don't know. It makes me sad, guys. <sighs> but because, like I said, based off of the reunion, it seems like to me like <sighs> something's gone awry and I don't know what. But it doesn't seem like their friendship is where it was, where it was left off at during the season. And that makes me sad. Makes me sad. Makes me want to go back and rewatch old episodes of fucking Shaw's and just see when they were like still like good friends, you know? Like go back to the go back to the text, go back to the beginning. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But but regardless, the reunion looks great. Can't wait to watch it. I'm excited for it. Regardless of what happens, I'm still, you know, I'm still in it. But yeah. So let's get to fucking Potomac. Oh, goodness. Again, just such a bright light. <laughs> I love fucking Potomac, you guys. It's so fucking good. Um, now, this episode of Potomac was called Land of the Free, Home of the Shade. Bum, bum, bum. So we let the, this episode, we start where we kind of like left the, we start where we left off in the last episode where the ladies are you know, they're eating lunch. Uh, Giselle wants Ray to pay his bills. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and, you know, Karen is having... Karen is not fucking backing down. Which I just like... I, like, she is not backing down on that whole situation. And, you know, everybody around the table was saying, like, listen, you both... All of you... Like, both of you have said some crazy shit about each other. Can't you guys, like, just, like, apologize? Try, you know, to just, like, at least just, like, move on instead of having this, like, awkwardness? And I can understand, like, Giselle was just like, I need her to apologize. I did not say that I... That I did not wish death upon Ray. She didn't wish death upon Ray. And the fact that, like, Karen is now, like, trying to bring this up. Sorry, guys. I'm, like, a little stuffy, so my apologies. And I know that I probably have been sniffling a little bit. <laughs> my allergies, for whatever reason, I have, I have really bad environmental allergies. For some reason, this year so far, it's been okay. But um, for whatever reason, today, like my allergies are struggling. So I was super apologized for the sniffles. I super apologize for the stuffy nose and the raspy voice. Um, <laughs> um, but anyways, um, you know, so uh, I think what I was saying was, is that, you know, Karen is coming back with some shit that happened years ago because she has nothing else to cling on to from last season that Giselle did to her at all. When Giselle has every right to be upset with Karen about what she was saying about her, you know, her ex at the time that she was trying to get back together with, you know, and like she said, you know, it's like, I can understand like with your, you know, with her kids be with her daughters being that age and Karen coming out with some shit like that, like they, they just, you know, I, I get it. You know, it's one thing with like Monique. Monique fucking hated Giselle. So like, of course, it's like, that's an easy explanation. But it's like, why are you like, I don't know. And also Monique's not there this season. So, you know, what the fuck does Giselle care? Like, it's just like another fucking troll, if you will. But Karen is on the season and she wants fucking Karen to apologize for the shit that she is spreading about that whole situation. Listen, did Jamal probably do something shady? Probably, you know, slept with somebody? Probably. And for God's sakes, he fucking was, it sounded like cheating on her when she was pregnant with her twins. So I'm sure he did something shady. And for God's sakes, the man's a minister, for goodness sakes. Like I was saying, I don't remember what episode it was, but like, uh, what kind of, like, what kind of morals? If you're going to be a fucking priest or a minister or whatever, how, like, you're going to cheat on, cheat on, you're, you're a goddamn cheater too? Like, Jesus Christ. But then you're over here, I mean, listen, everybody makes mistakes. I understand. 
but fucking fuck. How are you going to preach to me, but you're over here, can't even fucking uphold the shit that you're preaching? Uh, uh nobody's perfect, but like, also like, hello. I mean, shit, crickets. Anywho, so I just, I felt like fucking Karen just needed to apologize. That's what I'm getting to, everybody. Sorry, that was long-winded. But what I'm getting at is that I feel like Karen needs to fucking apologize. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I don't think that Giselle, Giselle, I don't think that Giselle needs to apologize for saying something shady back to fucking Ray when Ray said something shady to her. I, I, why? I mean, honestly. So... I don't know. Finally, I mean, and I was thankful though, Wendy, like Wendy even came up to like Giselle's defense. It was just like, like Karen, I don't think that she was wishing death on Ray. Like that's not what happened, you know? So I was like, thank God somebody is like saying something, you know? I mean, of course Robin was co-signing, but you know, but I was just glad that fucking Wendy finally, you know, Wendy, it was just somebody that wasn't the green eyed, you know, part of the green eyed bandits, you know, was able to speak up. <sighs> but I, yeah, I, I don't know. Also, um, <laughs> it made me laugh so hard when, um, Karen, it was in her confessional and she was, she was just so silly. She was just saying that, you know, she was happy that she's in the cottage because she doesn't want fucking Giselle coming up at her in the middle of the night or all up in the dark. <laughs> being like, you going to apologize. You gonna apologize? I was like, "Come on, tell." <laughs> Her impression of Giselle was dirty. It was so dirty, but it was so good. I can't even like try to re. I can't even try to recreate it. I can't. If you're not watching Potomac again, get on it. You are missing the goods. Okay. And if and again, if you're if you're not watching it, get on it. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I'm getting all frazzled about it. But um. Yeah, so that was uh, that just like really cracked me up. Her her impression of the Giselle was fucking amazing to me, truly amazing. And then you have Ashley, and fucking all gross Darby. <sighs> you guys, I don't know. I don't know. Every episode, I feel like he just keeps getting grosser and grosser. <laughs> but um, they're doing like a family shoot, which was, I mean, listen, it was cute. It was cute. Little baby Dean. The photographer came in and like tried to like shake his hand. And that little baby, little baby Dean just like shook his head like, no, thank you. Nope, I have a puzzle to do. Thanks though. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then um, Ashley and Michael start talking about um, Robin and Juan and how they were going to, you know, they're going to wait till, you know, the pandy was over before they start planning like their wedding and stuff like that. And, of course, fucking old gross Darby, he, I mean, I think that he is the one that he said that he wanted, I think he's, I think he said that he wanted to suck Juan's dick. I think that that's what happened last season. And Robin did not want to say that to Juan, because Juan would have been upset and definitely would not have been cool with Michael, like how he has been cool in the past. Just saying. But um, he basically was just like, you know, like, I don't think they're going to get married. I told you. That's just not for him. It's not for him. That's like, okay, calm down, Michael. Just because you want fucking Juan does not mean that he's not going to marry Robin. But I just felt like in that scene, like, it was very clear. Like, Gross Darby wants Juan. And listen, Juan is a great looking man. Who doesn't want Juan? I mean, hello. <laughs> hello. And yeah. So so um we we go back to the um to the main house, the main estate where the girls are getting ready for dinner and you guys, I don't know what to do with Giselle's style. I don't know what is happening. She is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Why is she wearing a, a flower sweatshirt? I don't know. Like, the sweatshirt was cute. I, I don't know. It wasn't like it was terrible. I did not like those white pants on her. I'm not going to lie. I, 
I just feel like she could be doing better. She's just too gorgeous for these looks. You guys, like they're not they're they're not adding anything. If anything, I feel like they're they're taking her down a notch a little bit. I don't know. I hate to say it, but fuck. But anywho, um, so the Green Eye Bandits, they're kind of talking about, you know, the news then when. And 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 listen, I kind of understand where they're coming from. I do. I'm not trying to be judgy about about Wendy. I really am not. I want her to like listen. Feel yourself, girl. I also completely forgot that Wendy was like, like what, like just like a few months like postpartum when she started last year's season. So that also makes sense that we kind of got a different Wendy in a sense because you know she just had a baby. She's still like trying to get used to her post baby body. And, you know, so I get it. And now she is like, listen, I got a few things done because I'm trying to feel myself and like, hello, I'm fucking here, y'all. And I'm like, get it, girl. I really do. Like, I, I'm happy for her. Like, she looks amazing. She's gorgeous. And she was gorgeous before. But like, you know, those little tweaks definitely, of course, helped. You know, that's what little tweaks are for. Not to hinder, it's to help. <laughs> Um, but like I was saying in the last episode, I just feel like Wendy's like a whole new person. Like, it's not like we're getting like a new, like dose of Wendy, like, a, you know, like maybe like a new side. We're getting a whole new person. We're getting Zen when, you know, we're not getting Zen Wendy or Wendy. So I don't, I, I don't know. So I do, I kind of just like feel where they're coming from in the sense of just being like, I, I don't think that they should be questioning like, oh, there must be something going on in her marriage. Is Like, is she okay? And it's like, listen, guys, like she's fine. She's got her tits done and her ass done. And she's fucking feeling her goddamn body because she's been pregnant for however many fucking years and dealing with kids and going to school, being a professor, doing, you know, uh, being a correspondent, doing all these other things. And I, you know, understandable. She kind of lost herself, and she's rediscovering herself right now. So, I, bravo, brava, and happy, and happy for her. And you know, so I don't think that they need to like, you know, kind of like drill it in. But I'm also just like, who is who is this? Who is this person? It's just like it's just like we have a new housewife. So it's just like I'm I'm learning someone new. Just like how we're learning about me, I feel like we're learning about Zen Wen. I don't know. I'll leave that there. I'll leave that there. There's nothing else to say. I'm just being long-winded about this right now. <laughs> um, and also, why the fuck is Giselle doing water aerobics? Because what? Because we can't have anybody else come in. We can't have a yoga instructor. We can't have like a, a workout instructor. Somebody else to come in. So we got to have Giselle teach the girls water aerobics. Of all the things, water aerobics. And of course, Karen and her in her confessional was talking like, yeah, and Giselle's always talking about how old I am. She's over here doing water aerobics. And it's like, yeah, Karen, you're absolutely right. Like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Karen was not wrong. She was not wrong with that comment whatsoever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, okay, so everybody gets to dinner. Um, And definitely... Definitely that little restaurant was not prepared for the outfits that were coming in there. They were not prepared for Wendy's Versace look. Versace. <laughs> oh my goodness. But listen, that outfit was fierce. I don't know how her boobs were not popping out. I mean, her cuppeth filleth over. But I mean, she looked fucking amazing though in that outfit. Gorgeous. I mean, if only my tits fucking looked like that. Like, oof. I would be doing the... If if my tits looked like fucking Wendy's tits, 100%, I would be rocking that fucking outfit. Hell yes. So, I just thought it was a great outfit, clearly. Anyways. <laughs> Anywho. 
uh, at the dinner, Candace is like talking about how her husband has become her husbander. And, you know, it sounded like Giselle had the same concerns that basically that um, Candace's mom had. And like, so now he just doesn't have a job or he's just managing you like he's you're paying him or. And I mean, I don't know if we really got like a for sure answer on that exactly. I mean, I'm guessing because like or, or is he like still in the restaurant business? You know, I it's not like the restaurant business at that time when they were recording was really great. So, and also quick side question. Do they get paid more if the husband is on the show more often? Like, do they get paid for those, for like those appearances? Like does Michael and Chris, do they get paid also for being on the show? Is that, and like, is that part of the contract? I don't know. Can somebody shoot me a line? Let me know, please. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, I mean, and that like kind of like is a concern. Like, you know, I mean, he's just, you know, he's, he's not like trying to be, um, you know, helping with, you know, having his own income, basically. He's just kind of in how Giselle put it was riding on her coattails. But also it seems like to me, like Candace wants him to help her. So she's made this decision she could get she could get a she could pay a fucking manager but she it seems like to me appreciates the way that he pushes her you know and and helps her to kind of keep things moving so you know i don't know i mean i think that they're happy with the situation and how it is right now but i don't think that that's going to last i don't think that's going to last i think that they're going to get annoyed with each other here pretty soon She's going to get annoyed with how he may handle things or kind of pushes her. And he's going to get annoyed with her not, not doing maybe what she's supposed to be. I don't know. I really enjoyed the fact that um, during the dinner, Robin really opened up about her like mental health like struggles. And I really appreciate her talking about it. I'm just glad that people are making it into a normal fucking conversation. You know? Like, because it is, it's, it's normal. Like that, that it, that happens. Depression is real. Anxiety is real. Like it is not something for anybody to be fucking ashamed of ever. Like, but the more that you talk about it, then it's easier to open up and it's easier to have those conversations instead of it being such like a taboo thing. So I'm glad that she's opening up about it and talking about like, you know, that she's just been having a very hard time just getting out of bed. And, you know, so I hope, you know, I think that she said that she was going to go probably see like a life coach type of person, which I hope that she does. I just hope that she gets help for it. And because just as much as talking about is about it is important. Also, when you're, you know, if you need it, seeking out help for that as well. And, you know, just creating a good support system, you know, so then you have a safe place to bring up those, those hard days or, hard times or, you know, whatever thoughts there may be. So just a, just a, you know, round of applause to Robin for talking about her mental health and, you know, just wishing her the best. And then also I thought it was like very funny that um, I think it was somebody asked Giselle at dinner about, you know, like what happened like with Jamal or something. And basically Giselle was just like, yeah, I won't be answering that when there's a, when there's a hater around. And I'm like, Giselle, who the fuck cares? Just talk about it. You're on a fucking reality show. If you didn't realize, so you can talk about it now in front of her and set the fucking record straight. Or she's going to hear the fucking conversation later on when the fucking episode airs and make her comments then regardless, Karen's going to have a fucking comment about it. She's going to say something. So wouldn't you rather her say it to your face? That's like, you know, I don't know. Just saying. (laughs) But then also when she was talking to Wendy at dinner about, you know, what she, like what, you know, the green eye bandits brought up, you know, what they're seeing, like, are you okay? Like, and then she's like, well, if I don't ask questions, Wendy, then how am I supposed to know? 
It's like, Giselle, you, somebody just asked you a question and you didn't answer. So how are they supposed to know? You know? So I just thought that was funny. <laughs> it's just like, what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? And, you know, and I don't, I, I understand where they were coming from. I don't think their delivery was well thought out and where they were coming from was not being um, articulated well. Because it sounded like and felt like they were just really like judging her about what she was wearing. And it's just like how I feel like how we all are in the sense of like, who is this woman? I did not know this other side of Wendy. And I mean, I kind of did say that. And I thought it was good at the end of that conversation or at the end of dinner. You know, Robin tried to like smooth it over. She was just like, listen, I just want you to know, like, I'm not trying to judge you on your looks. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm happy for you and how, you know, you're gorgeous. And, you know, I just want to make sure like you're okay. I mean, also just because somebody's finally trying to figure out themselves doesn't mean they're fucking, you know, falling apart. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. (laughs) I feel like I'm just like all over the place in this episode. Anywho. Also, I just like, I could not like with Karen the day after. The day after the dinner, after the Green Eye Bandits fucking questioned Wendy, I just felt like she was so fucking far up Wendy's ass and just like wanting to like trash talk just like Giselle and make sure that Wendy is no longer on Giselle's side. Like, or just even likes Giselle. So, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I just felt like the, the intentions were not true, nor were they genuine. That was 100% self-serving of fucking Karen. <laughs> like, 100%. She just wants to make sure that she has another ally. That's all. Because, you know, Mia's kind of leaning towards the Green-Eyed Bandits. Candace has leaned towards the Green-Eyed Bandits. Ashley's in the Green-Eyed Bandits. You know? So, Yeah. I just felt like it was, she's just trying to get some people on her team. That's all. Which I get, she needs to have people on her team. But it was just fucking weird. I don't understand their fucking friendship. But whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, And then also I think Karen said at one point that um, Giselle's been flaunting her big fat box all over the place. <laughs> Oh my goodness, just a funny comment. Just a funny comment by by the good old good old uh old Karen Huger, the grand dame herself. Listen, I mean I'm kind of talking shit about Karen, but I do love Karen. I do. Like she cracks me up with her fucking one-liners. She's hilarious. But she also annoys me sometimes. And I don't know whose side I'm on really in the fight of Giselle and Karen. I mean, based off of what I was saying earlier, you you would probably say Giselle's. And you may be right, but also I love Karen. I just wish that she would just kind of like apologize for what was said last year to Giselle. But if she doesn't, like, eh, whatever. They'll get over it. They both, like, like everybody said, you guys have to talk so much shit about each other. Like, whatever. Whatever. But that was pretty much the end of the episode. Um, We did see that next week's episode will finally be where Wendy pops the fuck off. Because old Big Mouth Darby, of course, had to fucking tell Wendy about what, you know, old uh, word on the street Bryant had to say. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Fucking Ashley, don't tell me nothing because I'm going to definitely tell the person that whoever you're talking about, I'm going to tell them Darby. And then you got fucking Giselle, word on the street, Bryant. Oh, goodness gracious. And fucking Wendy loses it. So, uh-oh, spaghettios. And clearly it starts quite the kerfuffle because then you see Candace with her, with her triangle uh, tissue so that she can dab her little, her little tear ducts telling fucking Candace, get your milk and get the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, God. Like, that is a great fucking line. That's a great goddamn line. Get your fucking milk and get the fuck out. 
Oh, Lord. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. So I think next week's episode is going to be a lot better. Uh, this episode, I mean, listen, still was great. Just, you know, maybe not as great as some of the others that we've had so far, but that's okay. Listen, we got to have a, it's a, it was like a little bit of like a filler episode. That's fine. That's okay. We got to have those. Um, because definitely next week's episode is going to be a fucking, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be so fucking good. I can't wait. So yeah. Um, that's, that's it. I, yeah, I don't have anything else to, I don't have anything else really to say. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely looking forward to the reunion of Shaw's next week and can't wait for next week's Potomac episode. That's going to be a good one. Also really excited to see the episode of Beverly Hills this week. Um, I think I may have said last week that this, that the Beverly Hills episode was when Erica kind of goes at Sutton, but that was not that episode. So hopefully this week is that episode. I, who can say, but it looks like the, the ladies on Beverly Hills certainly have a lot to say to Erica. So looking forward to it regardless. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a good week in Bravo, I think. Um, yeah, and then Salt Lake, I think starts, yeah, I think it starts at the end of this month. So can't wait for that, guys. Um, yeah, so that's it, guys. That's all I have. So thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening. I appreciate it. I will never stop saying that. So if you get tired of me, of me saying it, then too bad. (laughs) Um, thank you for this, um, episode. Thanks for putting up with my, um, stuffy nose and scratchy throat, raspy throat. Um, you know, just allergies, guys, no vid, just, just the allergies. Um, so, um, yeah, so please, uh, follow me on IG at give me more reality. Um, please subscribe to the pod. Um, you know, share it with your friends, your family, again, spread the good word, everybody, please. And yeah, just thank you guys so much for listening again. I hope everybody has a marvelous week and I will maybe drop a mini episode this week and maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so, so much again for listening. You guys have a great week. This has been Gimme More Reality.